And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. Uh, I did. I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, the Steelers won. The Patriots lost. That's that's always a good week. I won my fantasy football matchup by about a mile and a half. So that was a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys had a good one. Um, yeah, a lot, lot to get to today. Um, I, I had my good friend Jen Sanchez from Campus Perform on talk about her home state of florida and all of the crazy nonsense happening down there with the recount of the governor's race and and the senate race down there and we get into all that first i want to say hi to our sponsors over at 1776 united 1776 united is tremendous you guys are going to love this company you got to check them out they're the best conservative apparel company in the country, they're, all their stuff is great. It is super high-quality stuff. I'm wearing some right now. Um, all their designs are super creative, super patriotic. You really need to check these guys out. They are the best in the business. I know there's a lot of clothing companies out there uh, that do you know political stuff, but trust me, these guys are the best, second to none. Check them out at 1776united.com. That's 1776united.com. And make sure you use the promo code GIMMICKS. That is the promo code GIMMICKS. They will give you 15% off of your order. I also want to say hi to our friends over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, they they are they are the best. They have any kind of mod tank, battery, coil, any anything you need for your vape setup, they have. They're super knowledgeable. Um, you know, they'll point you in the right direction if you don't know much about vaping. Um, if you're in Ohio, they have physical locations in Holland and Perrysburg, Ohio. If not, check them out at PremierVaporAndLounge.com. That is PremierVaporAndLounge.com. Uh, they'll give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. And guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. Um, we're also on Google Play and all that good stuff as well. Um, do people even use Google Play anymore? I'm like, we do not have very big numbers on Google Play. I think it's kind of dying off. I don't know. Anyway, make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. And if you like what you're hearing and want to get involved, we are on Patreon. You can download the Patreon app or go to patreon.com slash the Podcast. You can contribute monthly over there. And there's cool incentives if you choose to do so. Uh, if not, it's cool. Just, you know, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends about us, make sure to retweet, share it on Facebook, all that good stuff. Help us get the word out. Without further ado, here's my chat with Jen Sanchez. All right, guys, we're here with Genesis Sanchez. Jen, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's just jump right into Florida. Um, we're going to be talking about your home state of Florida uh, for most of the show today. Um, it's it's never good news coming out of Florida. I mean, typically it's like a Florida man story. Like the few weeks ago, a guy attacked a liquor store with an alligator, um, stuff like that. But uh, we had some good news out of Florida last week. Last Tuesday, Ron DeSantis defeated Andrew Gillum to, to become the next governor of Florida. And Rick Scott defeated Bill Nelson to become the junior senator uh, from Florida. 
the Democrats really did not like that. Uh, so they decided to try to overrule the citizens of Florida and change these elections. Um, what the hell is going on in Florida, Jen? <laughs> uh, great question. Um, <laughs> so basically, the Democrats are literally trying to steal away this election from Governor-elect Ron DeSantis and Senator-to-be Rick Scott. Um, both of them won fair and square last Tuesday night. And ever since, it's just been an uproar from um, the Broward County of Elections, where they just are so incompetent down there. And it's quite literally a shit show. Right. And this is all centered around Broward County. Um, obviously the same County that, that the, the Stoneman Douglas shooting was in, uh, last year or earlier this year, rather. <laughs> um, yeah. And their, their incompetence is, is rearing its, its ugly head again. Uh, Brenda Snipes, um, the election supervisor, of Broward County is, is an absolute crook. Um, can you can you take us back to to Snipes' history a little bit um, and explain yes. why this person yeah. should not be in office? <laughs> Absolutely. So Brenda has a history of, of just straight up fraud. Um, in 2016, she was caught for um, I think it was holding ballots or destroying ballots. Um, so just either way, just very incompetent and very. Um, I would be very leery of her being the supervisor of elections in my county. Um, she just has a failed history of um, repeated um, incompetent events. And um, I keep using the word incompetent, but that's literally the only word I can like think to describe her. She's just, she's just a mess. <laughs> and a lot of people in conservative media are, are using that word incompetent to describe everything going on in Broward County right now. Um, I just I'm not seeing how this is not election fraud. I, I'm not Absolutely. I'm not seeing it. I mean, uh, Broward County has admitted that illegal aliens have been voting. Um, like you said, she's destroyed ballots illegally in the past. Um, when they do these recounts and and stuff, I mean, they're not finding any Republican votes. <laughs> okay, it's it's all Absolutely. Democrats. So I, I'm not seeing. Uh, look, I'm a simple man. Maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about, but. I don't know how you can look at this from the outside and not come to the assumption that there's there's some kind of fraud going on. Absolutely. And it doesn't take um, a genius and you don't have to be, you know, this isn't a, a Democrat or Republican issue. This is definitely like I want a fair election. Um, and honestly, if Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott weren't the projected winners, OK, then they weren't. But um, I just think that right now, um, I mean, I've seen everyone go after Marco Rubio on Twitter saying that he doesn't want all the ballots counted. Yes, we do. Everyone just truly wants all the ballots to be counted properly and honestly and accurately. I don't think that's too much to ask for. And I think the state of Florida and its voters deserve better. Right. So there is a recount um, going on. I believe it started yesterday. Um what? How long is this process going to take? And uh, look, I don't believe there's ever been an election overturned um, with the amount of votes that both Scott and DeSantis are leading their opponents by. Um, so unless there's some serious fraud going on, I, I can't imagine the results of the election being overturned. But what is this recount going to look like? Absolutely. So basically, um, Rick Scott filed a lawsuit against uh, Brenda Snipes and um, the Broward County uh, Supervisor of Elections. 
And so what this means is that people are going to be recounting the provisional ballots and um, uh, redoing all of those, um, making sure that, you know, they're accurate. But um, I think it was Thursday of last week, you had um, until 5 p.m. to go fix your ballot. So um, now they're just going through and reviewing all those. So um, how long is this going to take? Um, I want to say a a week or two, um, if that, um, probably less. So I just want to go big picture here a little bit. And like I said, I I don't think there's ever been an an election overturned with, with the margins that Scott and DeSantis are, are leading right now. So I'm not too worried about that, but just big picture, Republicans don't do this when they lose elections, <laughs> okay? Like, it's it's just such a strange thing. Like, I, I can't imagine the roles being reversed, the parties being reversed here. Kelly Ayotte, the former senator from, I believe, New Hampshire, uh, lost her Senate seat in 2016 to a Democrat by a margin of 1,000 votes, 1,000 votes. And uh, election officials in New Hampshire admitted that up to uh, 5,000 illegal aliens had voted in New Hampshire. And she could have called for a recount, but she didn't want to put the state through that. She didn't want to spend the taxpayer dollars to do that, so she just conceded. Um, I cannot imagine a Democrat doing that. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, it's um, it's absolutely um, insane. I actually just saw a report um, and Tuesday, November 20th. Um, it looks like all of this is going to be over and that the results must be certified the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Gotcha. So that's a, a week from tomorrow. Um, yeah, thank God. We can hopefully just put this behind us. Um, yeah, it's it, it, this, you know, really going back to the 2016 election as well. Um, Democrats, I, I really feel like they they believe they're owed these victories, right? They believe it's their birthright to have power. <laughs> you know, absolutely. They, they they really don't like democracy <laughs> very much. They really don't like the American electorate very much. And when they lose, they they either don't concede or they, you know, they scream racist. They, there's no self-reflection. Like when Donald Trump was elected, they said, oh, it's the Russians. Oh, it's because America's <laughs> racist. You know, all these voters <laughs> in Ohio and Michigan and Florida that voted for Barack Obama twice, they all in 2012 or 2013 decided to be a racist. And that's why Trump got elected. It's like they, they don't have any level of self-reflection. They just believe that they're owed this power. It's their right somehow. And they, they scream and yell and then they get violent and, and everything. I, Republicans don't do this. You know, like I, I can't I can't imagine Republicans rioting in the streets <clears throat> if they lost an election. I can't imagine Republicans, you know, refusing to concede after they lose. I guess Roy Moore did that. Roy Moore never. Uh, <laughs> but he's a crazy pedophile. <laughs> he's an outlier. But yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say he, he's the only exception. <laughs> I think he I think he still thinks he's a senator. Like, I, I don't think he's ever conceded that loss. And it was like a year ago. <laughs> Um, but what is it about Democrats that prevents them from like taking a step back and saying, wow, why did I lose this race? Maybe I should have done something different. Why do they always have to blame someone else? Why do they always have to call people names and, and, and pull all these shenanigans? Yeah. And a great example of this, of this is how, uh, Alexandria Cortez, I don't know if you saw this, um, like earlier this week, how she just came out and said like, I basically like cannot afford DC housing until I start being a congresswoman. And that's just more um, another example of Democrats just 
never taking responsibility for their own actions. Uh, we saw this in 2016 when, um, and even today, when Hillary Clinton is, again, announcing she's going to run for president, and again in 2020, and how just the f- continual cycle of just never admitting that, that they're the problem, and it's not anyone else, it's just them. Right, and I think they've, to a certain extent, I feel like they're victims of their own media establishment. They do control the entire oh, media. So they, they frame the conversation. <laughs> they control the narrative. And it's like they trick themselves into thinking that they're unbeatable, right? Absolutely. Like they believe, like never believe your own hype, right? Like you never, <laughs> like never ever believe your own hype because it's intoxicating <laughs> to believe your own hype. You know what I mean? And when my band Absolutely. releases a new album, like I don't even read the reviews. You know what I mean? I don't want to, if magazines are saying our new album's great or whatever, I don't even want to read that because I don't want to buy into it. You know, like never believe your own hype. So it's like they're a part of the whole CNN, MSNBC narrative. It's like they believe that they can't be beat and then they're just shocked. They have no idea what to do. I mean, Democrats still haven't, you know, accepted the results of 2016. So I guess it's unreasonable to. <laughs> Uh, believe they'd accept the results of these Florida elections too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one uh, one more thing. Obviously, this news is just breaking uh, uh, right before we started recording. But there's a uh, more violence, rocket attacks in Israel. Uh, dozens and dozens of rockets being shot from the Gaza Strip right now. Um, you were just in Israel, and I know you follow uh, this kind of stuff pretty close closely. So, w- what are your thoughts? Um, this is just another attack from Hamas against um, the Israel citizens. Um, what Hamas doesn't realize is that when they fired these rockets over, they're not only just affecting, um, you know, adults. They're affecting school children. They're affecting babies. They're affecting a whole community of people. And Israel's citizens deserve better. Um, it's just absolutely insane. The IDF is so badass though they take care of literally anything and everything and they deserve more credit than they get truly well there's a a video right now i'm looking at right now of uh the idf's missile shield in action essentially just shooting these rockets out of the sky it's really incredible um yeah they, they do a really really good job of protecting their border obviously absolutely and um the terrorists in Gaza just always target Israeli civilians, and that's the saddest part of it. Right. Yeah, it's it's not a mystery why uh, why the Palestinians don't have their own independent state. If I mean, it's, it is a weekly thing, sometimes a bi-weekly thing, where they shoot these rockets into Israel, and uh, yeah, I mean, these people all they want is dead Jews. They don't, you know, yeah, they they're never going to get their independent state behaving like savages. Um, so, all right, uh, I wanna, I'll want to. i mention real quickly before we sign off uh, about the 100, 100th anniversary of the end of World War One. But first, uh, Jen, where can everybody find you online and read your stuff and get involved with stuff you're working on? Uh, so I do Campus Reform. Um, you can just type in Genesis Sanchez on there. Um, I edit articles for Lone Conservative. You can um, find me on there also. Um, I have a few articles on there. My Twitter is at Jen Sanchez, Jen with a G, and two N's, Sanchez with two Z's. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's uh, on your birth certificate as well. That's how your name's 
But um, th- thanks for coming on. I'll definitely have you back soon. Um, before everybody follow Jen too, she's great, and check out her stuff over at Campus Reform. Uh, before I sign off, I want to mention briefly. Yesterday was the hundredth anniversary of the end of the First World War. Uh, on the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month in 1918, a ceasefire was called between Germany and the Allied powers. World War One was a war that should never have been fought in the first place. Nobody really knows why the war started. Obviously, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand started this snowball effect that engulfed an entire continent and then some. Um, the Treaty of Versailles, which was signed in June 1919 to officially end the war, was both, was both too harsh and too weak at the same time. It really didn't limit Germany's ability to defend itself and at the same time destroyed them economically and humiliated the German people, leading to the rise of, of Hitler and the Nazis. World War One, people don't understand, World War One basically destroyed Europe. And I'd argue that Europe has never really recovered. When these European kingdoms fell, socialist and communist governments took over. When the Russian kingdom fell, it was replaced by the commies. You know, when, when the, the German and, and Italian governments fell, socialism took, took over in the form of the fascists and the Nazis. Uh, it really brought in the era of big government in the West. And, uh, you know, Europe has never really been the same. And there's a lot of lessons uh, to be learned from World War One and the aftermath, and I encourage everybody to read up on that so, uh, you know, we don't repeat these same mistakes again. Uh, that's all I got for today. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. <laughs>